Welcome, everybody, into the first in-person edition of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour live from the 19th hole. And uh, it's very great to be here. We appreciate everybody coming out today. And we also appreciate our players and also uh, Ange from the 19th hole and her great staff for battling through all of this wildness of the 2020-21 Wheeling Nailers and uh, I guess COVID-styled ECHL season, but uh, we're glad to be able to have our first in-person event as we're going to be doing a few more of these, both at the 19th hole, and we also have a couple of other ideas that we're kicking around to conclude the season, so we'll definitely be looking forward to that. So for the week that was, the Nailers are coming off of a big win on Sunday afternoon, and I'll bring in my broadcast partner, Isaac Basinger, as we'll introduce the players in just a second. But uh, Isaac, that was such a fun thing to be part of on Sunday with not only being able to get the win to finish off the weekend, but to have it for Derek Army in his home debut, that was super cool to see. Yeah, it was super special just in totally, and just how the game ended in that sense, it had to feel really, really good for the team. You're a wheeling guy. You've been born here, raised here, and everything. So tell me what your go-to here at the 19th hole. I gotta find that out. I always have to go wings and cheese fries. Uh, that's uh, that's my go-to out here. Okay, what's your flavor of wing? Uh, ranch, ranch wings. Out ranch here. wings. That's, that's definitely my favorite. Okay, very good. I try, I tend to go to the mild, and I love the way that she does the hot cheese balls. Those are spectacular. So. For those that are here tonight or any time that you're over at the 19th hole, that's my recommendation for you. So coming up this week, the Nailers have a home game on Wednesday night. That's a 7-10 faceoff against the Indy Fuel. Then they will go on the road on Friday for that delightful 8 o'clock start in Fort Wayne. Back here Saturday for Marvel Superhero Night as the Nailers will be wearing Spider-Man jerseys to take on the Fort Wayne Comets. And we saw the announcement earlier today no longer a game on Sunday. That has been postponed against the Indy Fuel. There were a whole bunch of schedule changes all throughout the ECHL today. So Wheeling and Indy on Sunday not happening. We do not have an answer on a makeup plan just yet. But let's dive into our first in-person power hour of the year. I'll get to welcome in our guests, and I thought it would be fun to do a goalie show to start things off because, well, we haven't had any goalies on the power hour yet this year. So we have Shane Starrett and Taryn Cozen with us today. So thank you both for being a part of the show, and coming on out to the hole. This is terrific. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to be out. So how quickly have you guys become friends as the uh, goaltending tandem right now? Uh, pretty much since we got here, we uh, we got lucky enough to move in together right away out at uh, out at the cabins at Ogle Bay. So we got to, we got to know each other quite well right right from the beginning. Yeah, when I when I first got came back from Wilkes, uh, they moved me up in the cabins up at Ogle Bay, and he doesn't have a car here, so he needs rides to the rink every morning. So day one, me and him were already driving together and getting to know each other. What's it like on game days? Do one of you have super strict rituals that you have to follow and the other one kind of just goes along for the ride? Or are you guys pretty supportive of each other? How does it work uh, when each of you is starting? I think pretty much we're both in the gym just stretching beforehand. Definitely before the meeting, me and him are just in there together just talking, just whatever we see that day. It's kind of relaxing there. and I'm not very superstitious, so I'm not like, dude, stay away from me. But... Um, I don't know how he is on this game day. If he wants me to stay away, he should let me know now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a we got a good we got a good system going. We uh, we both kind of 
kind of got the same stuff that we do before games with stretching and, uh, and getting ready kind of the same way so it's kind of kind of nice that you got a you got a partner that uh kind of does the same thing every day that that you do so we can uh have be supportive off the ice as long and on the ice uh so it works out well isaac feel free to jump in if you want at any <laughs> point by the way so basically the superstition is just to stop the pucks that come at you Pretty yeah. much, yep. Okay. That's, that's the end goal, hopefully. <laughs> have you guys ever had goaltending partners that have been on a completely different planet that you just leave them the heck alone on game day? Uh, I honestly have not. Really? Uh, all the guys that uh, that I've been with have been uh, really outgoing guys, and I think I'm the one who's more quiet on game days, and everybody else kind of just chatters away, and you kind of just go with the flow and whatever they need the you, you kind of try and help out. What about you, Shane? Yeah, from what I can remember, I mean, I've been on a lot of teams, and I haven't really seen that, really. I don't know why goalies get the assumption of being with the weird ones, because <laughs> everyone I've encountered, they haven't seemed pretty weird, but it, everyone just thinks the goalies are the most superstitious, like, don't bother them on game day, but I'm a friendly guy. You can come up to me. 90-mile-an-hour slap shots coming at your head, no big deal. It's the most protected position, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's been a wild year for both of you in terms of moving around where, Shane, you've been up and down, back and forth, doing the, the trek to Wilkes-Barre a few times this year and back to Wheeling. And then, Taryn, you've been all over the place in the ECHL. So for both of you guys, is it nice now to be able to settle into one place, get comfortable, know that you're the two guys that we have here, and just be able to play your games the way you know, you have, know that you can? Yeah, it's definitely nice to settle into a spot. Uh, I mean, I was here for the beginning of the year for about two months through December and January. Then went up to Wilkes, and then from there it was kind of an up-down, up-down process. Uh, I moved in with Felix Robert up there, if you remember him, from the beginning of the yep. year. So me and him are roommates, so I actually have to go back to uh, finish the packing process of finishing up packing everything for the summer there because me and him are about to end our lease there and move out since their season ends mid-May. Right. So I'm going to actually have to make a trek back there to pack and then come back again. So, But it's nice to be here. I've been here, I think it's been four weeks since I last got sent down. It's nice to settle in and kind of have a spot where I feel I'm, I'm good to stay. You need to smuggle him back with you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many oil changes? Uh, none so far. I probably should get one, but <laughs> just, just don't tell my dad I haven't been doing that. <laughs> Minor details. We'll make sure he doesn't tune in when it, when this airs on the radio. That's awesome. Taryn, what about for you? I mean, this has had to been just a, a whirlwind of a season for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a wild ride. I mean, uh, going from team to team, place to place, city to city, uh, it's been it's been a mental grind, but uh, it's finally it's been nice to be able to stay here for a while. Finally, uh, get my clothes unpacked out of my suitcase for once. I was uh, I was terrified to do that in some places. I was <laughs> buying groceries one day and leaving the next day, so it was uh, it's been nice to to be able to buy food, cook food, and uh, hang out with the guys for more than a week at a time. So it's it's uh, it's really helping the mind uh, relax and uh, being able just to get comfortable with the guys is uh, is always nice. Take me place by place, start to finish. Uh, so I got to Kansas City in uh, late November. Uh, then I went to down south of Florida in Pensacola for oh, 10 days. And then I went up to Indy for a two-week road trip. And then I went to Rapid City for 10-day, two-week road trip. 
And then I went down to Orlando for a weekend, but ended up staying there for a week or so with my brother and went to Allen for a week or so. Ah, might have been two weeks. Tough to remember now. And then I uh, made her, made her over here. So I've been kind of, kind of doing north, south, north, south, and uh, back north again. There you go. And you, you driven all this, or if you had to fly and figure out how to get your car from one place to another? Uh, I actually uh, left my car at home, so I flew, flew down. So I just been flying around everywhere and trying to. Uh, be nice enough to the guys every day so that I can ask ask for rides and uh, get from get from the rink to the apartment to maybe them lending me a car to go get groceries every once in a while. Man, oh man, what a ride! Is there a little bit of a process of having to pay everyone back? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm Still sure. If guy, yeah, guys, uh, I probably owe some guys some money for some uh, gas mileage. That's for sure. That's incredible, man! What a what a ride for you guys. And uh, lately, I feel like things have been going very well you guys have been getting a lot more wins than you had at the beginning of the year you also had to endure a very unique week last week what have the vibes been like in the locker room going through all of that and then obviously culminating with the win on sunday yeah with the coaching change going on brad changed from a player retiring to a coach it was a it was a little different process change. Not much of the systems change, but just the style of coaching was a little different. We wanted to go into Fort Wayne and get him, uh, get him his first win right off the bat. But obviously that didn't go well. And when we got, uh, when we came back here on Sunday, we knew we wanted to get it done for them. And we came out and played, played one heck of a game out there and got them their first win. And it was a, uh, it was a nice moment in the locker room for them to get that one under their belt and be able to move forward now. What's it like? having them change roles like how do you interact with them say first like Derek going from assistant coach to now he's the one who's making the decisions or Brad goes from now one day he's your buddy is your teammate and now all of a sudden he has a more authoritative role as an assistant coach yeah I mean it's uh it's it's a little bit of different change Army's uh uh big player player coach guy he likes likes to have fun with the guys and that now that he's the head coach uh the guys have to like we all we all respect what he says now not that we didn't before but it's just uh he's he's leading the ship so we're all we're all following him and it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun and then drobes going from player to to assistant coach he's he's still drobes it's drobes likes to have uh have fun with the guys in in the locker room and keep us loose and about and uh you know he's he's a good he's a good role model that uh, that we get to look up to and uh, and Army's 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 going to be a really good coach. He's uh, he knows he's he knows what he's doing up there and it's uh, it's a blast to be able to play for him. Yeah, we we mentioned it on the broadcast how it has to be interesting because Brad was a player now he's your coach but he was a player that fought on opening night and now he's an assistant coach so there has to be a different dynamic to it as well. Yeah, a little bit. Uh he, he was he's still a, even as a player he's an authoritative guy when he needed to be he could he could be serious for us in the locker room and handle all the stuff but he was kind of a liaison between the coaches and players and would always be in meetings with them and then relaying what they said to us so he was he was great then I'm just glad he, uh, he didn't get in a fight first night as a coach <laughs> it was good for him for holding back there but yeah he was even as a player he was uh he was one talking to coaches and relaying messages with us, him and fights being the captain, them 
were kind of the liaisons between us, and he would always, he always had a serious side with him, even as a player. So it, I don't think the transition to a coach was that hard because people already respected him as is. Yeah, you guys as goalies are on the bench in Fort Wayne as opposed to in the tunnel here. Did, uh, did Brad have to get held back at all during the first two games this weekend? He he got a little he got a little excited, but I think uh, I think everybody was uh, was getting excited. So it's uh, it's uh, it was wasn't too bad. Just normal normal coaching stuff. They uh, they always get tend tend to get a little excited out there. I, I think I was surprised by how calm he was at moments. Uh, there were times when he was a player, you'd see him standing up, banging on the bench, you know, <laughs> at refs, and he was calmer uh, as a coach. And I, that kind of surprised me, but he. Uh, Still gets fired up when Marino was ready to drop the gloves. He could see it happening at the face-off, and he was all excited, jumping on the bench, getting ready for it. So he's still, he still got a little player side in him, but he, uh, he seemed a bit calmer now as a coach as he was a uh, player. He ripped those gloves off. I mean ripped <laughs> when he threw those down on Saturday. That was, that was intense. Yeah, I think, they're still, uh, I think they're still looking for his gloves. They don't know where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> Is Brad one of the most intense guys you guys played with this year? Uh, at times, yeah, he could be. I was, there was one time at Fort Wayne when he was on the bench as a player, and he was just getting into the getting in with it with the refs, and he was intense, and he wanted to be out there. And I was like, Jesus, this, this is he's. I don't want to get on his bad side. I don't want to meet him on the ice right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. That brings us to the end of segment number one of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour. We are now doing these shows live from the 19th hole on Tuesdays from 6 to 7. And then some weeks you'll be able to hear it live on radio on Fox Sports Wheeling. Other days, other weeks you have to wait until Wednesday to be having it heard on the radio. But uh, we're thrilled to be back here with Ange and her crew. And we'll have more coming up in segment number two with Shane Sterrett and Taryn Cozen. And I heard the guys have a little surprise for us. And we're also going to dive into their backgrounds, where they're from. And they also have something in common, as uh, Taryn touched on it a little bit in that first segment. They both have a brother who plays in the ECHL. So I'm going to be curious to find out if they've ever turned the tables on said brothers and rifled some pucks on them. That'll be coming up in the next segment or two on the Nailers Power Hour presented and live from the 19th hole on the Nailers Broadcast Network presented by Main Street Bank. Welcome back. Time for segment number two of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour coming to you on a weekly basis now from the 19th hole, our favorite spot for wings and all sorts of other goodies here in Wheeling as we're getting ready for a busy week of hockey as the Nailers will be home on Wednesday to take on the Fuel and on Saturday to take on the Comets. Isaac, you ready for more Indiana teams? Oh, if I haven't gotten enough yet, I must be crazy. (laughs) Did you get a chance to see the social media post today on the jerseys for Saturday night? I imagine you approve of them. I did approve of them, and uh, I don't know if I was really asked about it, but I'm very happy to see that it will be a red number on a white jersey that will be legible from all over West Banco Arena. So that'll make our job easy. It's a good-looking jersey as well. Are you a Spider-Man guy? I'm, I'm a Spider-Man guy. I was a Spider-Man fan when I was younger. Let's find out if the boys are Shane and Taryn, Shane Starrett, Taryn Cozen on our goalie show. Spider-Man, yes? Yeah, I quite enjoyed the, the, sh- the movies when, uh, when I was younger. Really? Which one did you get into? It was mainly Spider-Man, or are you just Marvel crazy? Uh, both, actually. Really? I liked, I liked, I liked Spider-Man, but uh, all the Marvel movies I actually, uh, I actually quite enjoyed. It's uh, I, uh, just something, something that's always kind of piqued my interest. Shane? Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan myself, so Spider-Man's thrown in there. 
obviously when he was uh, Tobey Maguire, that's when he was at his peak. But uh, when I was on my two-week quarantine earlier this year, I uh, I went through every Marvel movie on uh, Disney Plus. Really? <laughs> yeah, two weeks. I was stuck in a room, so I was like, you know what? There's there's a ton of movies. Basically, a movie a day. <laughs> What's your number one Marvel? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think uh, I think the Captain America ones are up there for me. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm a big. Uh, oh. Probably have to go with uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, okay. He's he's kind of my my favorite character out there. Now you mentioned Disney Plus. Yeah. And Mindy will enjoy me asking this question. Have you dabbled with the new Mighty Ducks series? I have. Thoughts? It, it's 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 all right. It's it's not the original, but me and uh me and my buddy back home are watching it together. Like every Friday, we'll watch it and then text each other about it. Have you watched it yet? I, I have not got to see it yet. I was a big, uh, big Mighty Ducks movie guy when they when they first came out, so uh, I'm kind of interested to see how it is. Isaac, I have not gotten into it yet. You know, I have the school thing that's going on, Deej. I'm not. I'm not just sitting around. I'm still in college. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like. Like, I wasn't sure because I'm not one that likes to see things get replicated or redone, but I'm I'm cool with it so far. I'm I'm all right. Like, I, I think it's good. I, w- I would tell you if I thought otherwise, but I'm, I'm good with it so far, so that's, that's been good. All right, let's dive right into the whole goalie idea. How did you guys decide that that was going to be what position you played? Uh, well, for, for me, I, uh, I have an uh, older brother, so uh, whenever uh, we were growing up, I'd be, uh, I'd be playing that for his team. Uh, their team was uh, somehow nobody else ever wanted to play goalie. And uh, I got uh, conned into being the goalie with the older guys. So I got to play goalie for them. I got to play forward for my age group. And then after, after a while, I ended up uh, picking, picking to, be, uh, to be the goalie. I was having a lot of fun with it. I never had to come off the ice. And that was probably the, the biggest key is that when I played forward, I always wanted to stay out there because the goalie got to stay out there the whole time. So... I figured that if I if I switched the goalie and became the became the goalie, I'd get to stay on the ice as long as possible. So your older brother basically bullied you into it, and look who's laughing now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, you're the older brother, but you're the one who ended up in the nets. Well, actually, I have two older brothers that you oh. don't hear much about. But when I was just growing up, you kind of had the community gear going around, and everyone would get their turn playing goalie. And for me, that's. When, I, when it was my turn, that's when I just fell in love with it, and I just always wanted to be goalie. And if someone that week was like, oh, I don't want to play, I, I was the one who stepped up and was like, I'll, I'll play goalie for here. And then eventually it just turned into a full-time goalie thing. Even though I'm older than Bo, we didn't throw him in the net. They would throw me in there. So how much of it is about the gear? Because it's probably the most creative position when it comes to that because you can pretty much style it however you want. A little bit. Growing up, uh I would always get hand-me-down stuff that we could find from uh, friends and stuff. And then uh, once I hit the, once I hit juniors, that's when I was my first taste of kind of designing my own gear, and that w- that was something special, just being able to do that. And I love doing it every year now. Were there goalies that you really liked growing up with that had certain gear, and you're like, oh man, that'd be really sweet to put on a mask or on a set of pads? Uh not really. I always uh, I always talk to my friends and send the ideas to them and ask them for their thoughts and give them kind of like four or five options to pick from and then we have a vote on which one I'm going to get and uh, same thing with goes with my helmet 
I bounce ideas off them and what they think would be uh, cool to put on it. And sometimes the ideas stick and sometimes they don't. Like they wanted the uh, they wanted the Billy Madison penguin on my helmet. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, I'm not going to throw the Billy Madison penguin on my helmet for this year. Oh, you know, come on. If, if I'm with this organization a little longer, maybe one of the years it'll float out of the mask. But uh, I, I backed off of that one this year. I thought that was a funny idea. Maybe maybe if I'm you know here and get to keep designing masks, I'll, uh, I'll put one on there. <laughs> that would have been something. That would have been a great talking point. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you're here next year, you got to do, do us that solid. And we'll, do, right. we'll do another segment for television on that one, too. All right. What about your gear? Do you have any people that you like growing up uh, that you idolize their gear? Or how do you go about picking what you were going to put on? Or the all green. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of uh, – I just – Liked uh, white white gear when I was younger. I was always got white gear and nothing nothing too colorful. Going going to juniors, it was I had a really good goalie coach in uh, in Kamloops that uh, helped me. A lot of guys when they were going there, that's uh, they wanted to do something crazy with the gear, and he said simple doesn't hurt. And so it's always nice to think about that. Is whenever whenever you think about it, it's. Uh, we want to do a bunch of colors here and there, and then sometimes less is more. So, but uh, this is all, the all green stuff I got in school last year. The my uh, my teammates there kind of conned me, conned me into uh, getting getting green stuff for a year. So I have to have to give them credit for for finally convincing me to to do it. I I really liked it, but it's uh, it's it's green. <laughs> You get conned into the net. You get conned into green gear. What can we con you into? Like he changed that he, you know, maybe the Billy Madison penguin. What what can we get you to do? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, if you if you put the work in, it seems like uh, seems like I get peer pressured into some things. So it's uh, the topics are. Uh, I'll be. I'll think about whatever you guys want. But uh, you gotta you gotta keep pushing pushing buttons to to get me into it. How about cross nails on pads? That, that that would be interesting. But what are you guys' thoughts on that? I, I'd have to see how it looked on image. I can't just decide here, and then I got to put through the voting process yeah. to my yeah. friends. It's got to got to go got to go through a lot of, a lot of brains and uh, a lot of people to uh, to get approved. So it's yeah, there's a lot of layers to it. It's not just not just me making decisions here. All right, fair enough. Family-wise, we mentioned that you both have a brother playing pro with you. What's that like? It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, we, uh, me and my brother, are only a year apart, so we actually got to play uh, all growing up every other year. So we got to travel around a lot and play on a bunch of different teams, and uh, so that was always fun. And then now it's uh, it's been. I guess it was six years where we were playing on different teams in different leagues, and now we're now we're back in the same league. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun looking up stats and seeing how he's doing every night and how his team's doing compared compared to the team I'm on at the current time. And uh, it's uh, it's just fun being able to uh, to be able to compete against him and play against him. So for the listeners, your older brother is Tad, who plays for Orlando. Correct. There we go. And Shane has Bo, who is younger, who plays with Wichita, who you were teammates with for a brief time. And you almost, almost got to play yeah. against him this year. Yeah, that I got called up, uh, I believe, on that Wednesday before uh, 
before the game started on Friday, and it's just kind of that that call up came kind of out of nowhere. I just got a text at about four o'clock, like, "Are you packed and ready? You might be coming up." So I did. But uh, we played together last year. Uh, that was his rookie year. He was signed with Bakersfield, and I was obviously playing there. And he was down in Wichita for a bit. When he got called up, I was living alone in an apartment, so he just moved in with me. And it was a cool experience. We've played against each other in juniors, and then uh, went to different colleges and didn't get the opportunity to play each other there. And then we had the opportunity to go to Edmonton together with, while he was at rookie camp and kind of go through the camp there together for a little bit, then in Bakersfield for camp, and then during the regular season we had some time. And I was, I was looking forward to playing against him getting a little revenge for some of the stuff he's done to me in the past. The scar next to my eye is uh, courtesy of him. Uh, he's, he's sent me to the ER twice to get stitches, but uh, yeah, it would have been cool to play against him. And uh, I also have two older brothers. They used to play. They were uh, college hockey players. One of them was D3 at Babson. That was Troy. And then Pete, my oldest brother, he went to Harvard for four years. And here's what I was going to drop on you that... Uh, oh yeah, here we go. I'm not the first heir to throw in an Ehlers jersey. Because he was actually here. Yeah, he was here uh, for 2012 preseason for two games. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Really? You're looking looking it up right now, aren't you? I got Hockey DB. Pete? Yeah. So I looked on Hockey DB. It's not – for some reason, they didn't throw it on it, probably because it was preseason. Okay. But I went on, like, the Nailers' websites and their stats for the 2012 preseason. And sure enough, there's Peter Starrett. No picture, which was kind of rude, if you ask me. But uh, (laughs) – Yeah, I'm, I'm not the first stare to throw wow. on the Nailers jersey. That's impressive. Yeah. So you have two older brothers who have moved on. What are they doing uh, in everyday life now? Uh, Pete, he has, uh, he has one kid, a second on the way with uh, my sister-in-law, and he does, he's a financial advisor out in uh, Massachusetts. And then uh, my brother works in New York City for a company, UBS, and he's, okay. he lives there now. Gotcha. You also have a non-playing sibling. Yeah, I got a younger brother, uh, Austin. He uh, he actually uh, he bought a house in uh, Saskatoon where I was going to school, so I actually got to uh, live with him for a couple of years there, which was which was nice. And uh, he's working for uh, Saskatoon Light and Power, but I just call it. He uh, looks at street lights and hangs around them all day. Gotcha. Well, that's something. A little bit of a, a different uh, path for them out of that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's some, something else that uh, that you can uh, you can do other than uh, other than play hockey and uh, have fun doing what we're doing. It's, there's jobs that people do that you have to think someone has to do them. It might not be any of our <laughs> passions, but it might be somebody's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, whatever whatever you fall fall in love with, and that's what that's what you decide to do. So that's uh, that's what they got going. I want to flip it back to Tad and Bo. Have you ever flipped the roles on them and made them defend shots from you? Um, well, for for me, actually, it's kind of funny because uh, when we were, when we were kids, all of the pictures my mom has is of me and my brothers playing hockey in the basement is uh, Tad playing net and me and the younger brother shooting on him. So I don't know how uh, how that. Um, how that flipped, and he ended up being the forward, and we ended up being the being the goalies. But uh, other than that, I haven't got to shoot on him in a while. I think he's I think he's scared to to put the gear on because uh, I always tell him that it, it hurts a little bit, but it, it really it doesn't. What about you? 
No, Bo, Bo never threw the gear on. He was the baby of the family, so the, our mom and dad were looking out for him. They wouldn't let him get hurt in any type of way, so he was not getting in that net. <laughs> I just pulled up. Peter, th- this, yeah. is, this is embarrassing actually for me because I was here for that. You were? I was. <laughs> I, call, I called the two preseason games that he played against Cincinnati, in which he had an assist in the second one. As yeah, I'm so you would have called his name. I know. How could you forget? I, I'm terrible. That's awful. I'll let, I'll let him know he's a forgettable guy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And I, I usually remember quite a bit, so you got me on yeah. that. Good job. Good job, Shane. You put I, knew, I knew I was going to hit you with the curveball, and I told him on our uh, way in. I was like, I'm going to hit him with a curveball here, and he's not going to see it coming. It's going to throw him off. And I whiffed. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that. <laughs> First one live this year at the 19th hole, and, and he and he gets one on, gets me swinging. Yeah. Did you enjoy that? I did. Yeah. That I think good. Isaac did too. <laughs> I did too. I think Isaac's in heaven right now because I try and get him on stuff all year long, and now you finally got to see me eat some humble pie. And there's there's definitely a couple of times where uh, Deej will try to toss one up for me during the game, and it's just like, all right, I have to get this right because I have an idea where he's going, and I don't know if I have it exactly where he wants it to go. Halfway through the show and he's thrown off right now. He's typing away trying to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. That was very well done. Let's talk about where you guys are from. Massachusetts for you. So did you grow up bees or where are you going on that? Yeah, I obviously grew up a Bruins fan. I'm uh, about 40 minutes from the city. So I didn't go to many games often. I probably went to just a couple growing up. It wasn't really our thing to go to go into games. We had, you know, me and my three brothers constantly busy with hockey, so it was tough for my parents driving all over the state trying to get us all to our games on time. So we didn't really have the uh, have the luxury of going to games, but we'd always watch them at home on New England Sports Network. Uh, everyone has their thoughts about Jack Edwards. I love the guy because yes! he's Netson guy. Like he. Everyone says he's a homer. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, it's New England Sports Network. Of course, he's going to be a homer. <laughs> well, and as you found out on the Fort Wayne video board on Friday night, <laughs> I'm also a homer. So <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other sports? How do you feel about the, the Sox and the Pats? And I know you have some, some thoughts on Brady, too. Yeah, obviously all the Boston sports. Uh, that's one of the big things growing up in Massachusetts. They love their... They love their Boston sports. We're fortunate enough to watch all the teams win. Everyone hates it. We love it. <laughs> I, I don't care what you think about them. We just we keep winning there. So uh, for Brady, I, I didn't mind him going to Tampa Bay. I mean, he won the six Super Bowls. Can't, can't be upset about a guy coming in, winning that many Super Bowls for that many years for you. And good to see him succeed with another team. You wish he'd stayed, but it's good to see him succeeding still. There you go. What does a guy from Saskatchewan do growing up? And uh, what do you, how did you, obviously, I'm sure, Canada, you fall in love with hockey right away, but did you <laughs> flock to a team early, or what, what was that like? Um, yeah, we, uh, my parents would take us to, uh, to Edmonton. We get to go to uh, some Oilers games. They were uh, late night trips for them. After, after work, we'd pile into the van and, uh, and drive, drive to Edmonton and stay with uh, my dad's brother. And, uh, Got to go a couple others games. They got uh, we got to meet a couple a couple players every once in a while. Got some. I got a Team Canada jersey signed by Ryan Smith one year, which was pretty sweet. Um, but other than that, uh, we got we got some lakes that uh, a lot of my friends do fishing on. I actually have gone fishing a couple times, and that's about it. But 
other than that, it's uh, a lot of farmland out there, family farms, uh, both sides. And my grandpa has got uh, a lumber mill, so I get to watch him uh, cut trees down and make uh, two by fours and all that. So it's uh, a little bit of different times where, where I'm from to what Shane gets to see on a daily basis. Definitely a different scenario. What do your off seasons look like? What's your uh, you know non hockey, non sports activities? Uh, all of my friends kind of. So my brother lives in uh, Foxborough now, home of the uh, Patriots. If you're wondering, and uh, all my friends live in Foxborough. And my brother, he bought a house that's less than a mile from my friend, so I usually go there. He has a pool. Uh, my friend has a house down the Cape, and we'll go down there. It's just probably an hour drive from there because I I live with a. Uh, Pete in the summers. Okay. Help him help him babysit my niece every now and then, and then uh, do work around the house as part of my rent. So it's uh it's nice to just kind of hang out, have a relaxing summer. You got the Atlantic Ocean right there, a little beach. I know you don't got that in Saskatchewan. You don't got that luxury of just a beach an hour away for a weekend. So it's it's nice and relaxing there. That's a haul, man. I just brought it up on the map here. <laughs> You're going from the eastern part of Saskatchewan to. Over here on the west of you in, I guess, the eastern part of Alberta to get to Edmonton. Yeah. How long of a trip is that? Uh, about six, seven hours. So wow. It's, uh, it, it was a good drive, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you'd be in and out of service the whole way, whole way there. So I know that's, for, for some folks, that's, uh, that's a little bit different, losing service on your phone for 20 minutes, half hour <laughs> in the drive. But uh, we got uh, the lake back home's uh, an hour hour north, so it's uh, there's no cell service up there. So we got a we got a landline that we call call back home when you say you, you get there and you make it. And if you have any troubles on the way, you got to figure it out on your own. <laughs> so on those uh, long trips, what was your go-to thing to do during those downtimes when you didn't have service? What was your what was the game plan there? Uh, we. Uh, we had uh, TV and uh, VCR player, and we'd uh, plug it into uh, plug it into the car, and we'd we'd sit there and watch movies. I was really good at falling asleep in the car, so I'd watch five minutes of the movie, and then I'd pretty much sleep the rest of the way. And other than that, uh, you play uh, you play I Spy, and you try not to get yelled at for fighting in the back. <laughs> it's always fun. Have you ever played the alphabet game going, where if you if you go and you look at road signs and you have to pick something out and start with an A. That's that was always a big in my household when going on long road trips. I've never done that, but we got a lot of small towns that that we have to drive by. That'd probably be a pretty good game for us. There you go. That wraps up segment number two of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour from the 19th hole. We have one more segment to do as we look forward to Nailers hockey this week. Wednesday, 7:10 with Indy, and Sunday, uh, Saturday rather, 7:10 with Fort Wayne for Marvel Superhero Night. More coming up next on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank. Welcome back to the final segment of Stump the Broadcaster, a.k.a. tonight's the inaugural show at the 19th hole of the 2020-2021 season of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour. DJ Abasella, Isaac Basinger, along with Shane Starrett and Taryn Cozen. Any more fun facts you want to drop on me? Any, no. any more curveballs or any, uh, any high heat? No, I'm not going to drop them now. If I have them, I'll use them for later just to stump you. <laughs> Keep them on my toes all yeah. year long. Let's talk about some activities away from the rink. I think you were talking off the air that you have watched a ton of, is it shows or movies? What are you, what are you diving into right now? Yeah, so uh, obviously I said earlier that I'm a big, uh, big Marvel guy, and they keep coming out with uh, different TV shows. And I watch them as they come out on Fridays 
Uh, they just finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and like I said, me and my buddy always watch those shows on Friday and text each other about them. So they came out with WandaVision and then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. When I was in Wilkes, I would watch him with uh, Billy Sweezy up there. Okay. He was a big Marvel guy, so on Fridays, usually we'd have a game. But before we took our naps, we would sit down and watch, uh, watch an episode together, then go, go our separate ways and take, go for our pregame naps. But uh, that, that's been one of my things on Fridays, watching those shows. And then, uh, obviously, I watched all those Marvel movies when I was in a uh, two-week quarantine earlier this year. And that's, that's been one of my activities, especially just trying to watch different movies and shows, whatever people recommend to me. So you're a big TV and movie type of a guy. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Taryn? Uh, I get I get sucked into Netflix and their TV TV series is uh, pretty pretty easy. I just uh, watched two seasons of uh, All American I think over the last couple of weeks. So that was that was a pretty good pretty good little show there. And then uh, other than that, for downtime, I'll uh, I'll go uh, hit hit the links uh, once or twice a week and uh, try not to uh, to get too mad out there. That's uh, a game where there's no crowd noises, the ball doesn't move, and somehow you uh, try and do the same swing every time, and it just doesn't work out for you. <laughs> Isaac's a big golf guy. Yes, I actually work at one of the courses here over the summer. So it's uh, I like to think I get better at golf too, but then in all fact, I just do not. Yeah, it's 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 a funny game, but uh, they got really nice courses here. I'm, I'm very impressed. Uh, I've never had to... Uh, play on uh, on i call these mountains but i guess you guys call them hills so it's uh it's quite a change for me uh shooting up a hill or uh, or down the hill so it's uh it's not flat ground so it's uh, it's it was tough for me at the start have you had to experience the side hills yeah i got uh, i got a lot of uh, uphill downhill lies i don't really like that much at all so i'd rather i'd rather go either straight up the hill or straight down the hill for my uh, personal preference uh from someone that's from around here the occasional time just going out of town to find somewhere flat is great yeah i i believe it i'm uh i'm excited to uh to golf it at home where it's perfectly flat and if somehow i get an off even lie i'll know what to do with it now <laughs> All in the Canadian prairies, just, you know, all open land. Just hit, hit your ball and watch it roll. <laughs> <laughs> trees? No trees? Oh, we got lots of trees, yeah. If, if you don't hit it straight, uh, you're, lo you're losing it in the bush or you're hitting it back out to where it went in because you can't hit it forward anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you a golfer, Shane? No, I, I, the only times I golf are uh, when they do a team event for a golf tournament, then I have to ask someone if I can uh, – get partnered up with them another righty so i can use their clubs because i don't have my own clubs or anything and whenever i go i always give them a warning i was it's either going to go straight or it's going to go in the tree there's no in between <laughs> there's no rough for me it's either water and trees or middle of the fairway i don't know how it works but that's how it works sometimes it's 50 50 <laughs> are you ready or lefty i i am a righty but i don't have my clubs here so i've been oh, I, I was gonna say I've that been, could be the trade for your transportation <laughs> yeah, right there. yeah that's yeah i know the guy the guys are getting on me i need to ride up there and i need their clubs so <laughs> I'm, uh, i've been supplying some balls and tees there you go well that works out well so golf's one of your big outdoor activities what else do you like um uh i was a big baseball guy growing up uh, i love love playing it uh love watching it on tv i'm a big blue jays fan uh, me, and, me and my brother uh we've, we've been trying to uh get to all the stadiums uh, around uh around america and so it's 
after this year i was kind of hoping to have a car car here so i can on my way home i could have stopped at a couple but uh with all this covid stuff going on it's uh probably gonna change that so won't probably won't get too many games in this year but uh other than that do that and then i uh, play a lot of slow pitch back home in the summer and have a blast doing that with my buddies that's cool so you're you've got the ballpark goal and i, I share that too i also want to try before i hit the ballpark just to pick off all the teams if i can so that's definitely a goal so when you played baseball when you were younger, what position were you? Take a guess. Catcher. I was, yeah. Oh! Yeah, I was I was back catcher, and uh, or I played played center field. So uh, it was. I, I actually really enjoyed back catching. I felt like it it helps me uh, help my glove hand out a lot playing hockey and doing something else in the in the off season. So it uh, it was a lot of fun, and I just yeah, I guess I got a knack for getting things thrown or shot at me. I guess. <laughs> We got a reference for the weekend. I love it. Yes. That's perfect. What's your uh, away from the rink activities look like? Uh, in the summer, I like playing all different types of kind of backdoor outdoor games. Uh, just getting out in the nice weather. My uh, my parents actually just put in a little cornhole court out in the backyard, so that's going to be nice to see. They, we, they did a lot of work in the summer. They put in a new deck that... I had to go back home and help dig some holes for it to put in for the uh, foundation of the deck and everything. And now they're redoing kind of the whole backyard. And uh, he, he put in a cornhole core with, like, a whole thing with a light system, artificial grass and everything. So it's, it's going to be nice to go home and see that and be able to just hang out outside and play games like that. That's sick. So you're pretty good at the cornhole? Uh, pretty Pretty decent. I, I, don't, I don't want to over-talk myself His here. His arms are long enough. You can reach the other side. <laughs> yeah, just, just dunking. <laughs> Flick. There you go in there. You big on cornhole? I, I, I enjoy cornhole whenever I can play. I, I tend to get too competitive when it comes down to that. You want to hear something wild? I throw it overhand. That's that, just, is that's that just legal? Crazy. That's just nuts. Yeah, I don't know if I'd let you over my house if you're throwing overhand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not comfortable with the overhand because it'll go wherever it feels like, like your golf swing. So I just comfortable <laughs> just kind of natural rhythm throw it overhand on that. And I do get laughed at quite frequently, A, because it's not very good, and B, because it looks different. So uh, If we're full on here, I would probably laugh at you if I was watching you throw <laughs> hey, overhand. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> So let's go from outside to inside, and I always love to find out how you guys do in the kitchen and what you like to eat a lot of. Uh, I guess I'll go first here. Uh, I, uh, I at school I found I found a girl there that uh, <laughs> that loves to cook, so she got me into the kitchen the last three years. So it's it's a lot of uh, stuffed chicken steaks uh pork chop and rice with veggies and all sorts of stuff i actually i actually quite enjoy uh enjoy cooking it's it's a little bit tougher when i'm moving around all the time to get all the supplies that that i need but uh it's i i have a blast in the kitchen it's it's fun making meals and when they turn out it tastes really good too so you stuff stuff a lot then huh yeah uh, and then uh, one of my favorites that uh, that I got to learn was uh, amateur Shiana, uh pasta sauce. Wow! So it's uh, it's probably one of my go-to's uh, for for pregame meals now. How do you make that? Uh, you don't need a whole lot for that one, so it's kind of it's kind of nice. Uh, you got uh, you holy, what do I got to do? Here we go. 
Uh, start with uh, fry up some bacon, throw some garlic in, uh, throw some mushrooms in so it soaks up the bacon grease. Uh, throw some tomato basil sauce in it, uh, some heavy whipping cream, and uh, pretty much you're pretty much done. So doesn't doesn't take too long, and it's not too hard. And it's uh, you just cook your pasta and throw it throw as much on as you want, and uh, it's a good good little meal for you. Yay, nay over there. Yay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Might be throwing that together at our household. I might be, I might be calling you up and making sure I'm yep. doing it right. Yeah, I'll send send you the recipe. She got it. She's got it all jot noted out for me, so I can't screw it up. Perfect. All right. What about you, Shane? I uh, I'll be honest. I'm not the best cook here. Okay. There's uh just like my golf swing, fifty fifty. I set off the fire alarm. <laughs> so yeah, I I started cooking probably a few years back, and it's just. For me, it has not grown that well. It's like with Taryn in his golf game, you think you're getting better, but you're not really. And uh, I'm just pretty much on the basics. I'm not a top-level chef, apparently, like this guy over here. But I've, I've been able to hold my own with my cooking, and I'm not ready to cook for anyone else yet. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite dish from back home? Ooh, from back home? Well, I'm, uh, I'm an East Coast guy, and I love going out for a good lobster roll, if we're being honest. Okay. I love all those uh, all the lobster seafood type of stuff. Nice clam chowder. So that's just your typical Boston, right by the ocean seafood. There you go. What about your favorite dish from home, from up in Saskatchewan? Uh, I probably have to go with uh, with my Bob's borscht and pierogies for uh, for supper. So it's uh, a little bit more of a traditional dish, but uh, definitely what I would I would pick for uh, for meal back home. Pierogies. Yeah. No kidding. And I in here I thought that was this area. No, we got uh, we, Bob makes homemade pierogies, so can't turn them away any day. That's awesome. Now that things are starting to open up, you guys get to go explore now. You get to eat at restaurants like here at the 19th hole, and you'll be going golfing. But what were you guys doing for the first part of this season to keep yourself occupied? I know that, Shane, you knocked out all the, the movies and the TV shows, <laughs> but what about for you, Taryn, when you were settling down somewhere for a, a couple of weeks? Uh, I was just traveling around, you know, going to all the way games with all the teams I was on <laughs> and trying out DoorDash here and there and seeing, seeing what I could get brought to the room. I got a lot of... Uh, barbecue options in some places some little din- diners here and there hole in the wall restaurants that uh, that i was finding and being on a bunch of different teams and going sometimes to the same place you get some some different restaurants uh, recommendations from players so it's actually uh it was kind of fun doing that uh getting some different food from different places uh the whole time i was traveling around there you go with uh with Sunday being off now, I'm going to need to find a nice place to get uh, some lamb. My mom's side of the family is Greek, and uh, that's Greek Orthodox Easter coming up this Sunday. Oh. So that's uh, lamb's kind of the traditional Greek dish for uh, Easter, so I'm going to need to find a spot to get some lamb and uh, FaceTime the family back home for that. There you go. That's uh, So now you get Sunday off to, yeah. to enjoy your lamb. Yeah, that must be why they postponed it. Yeah. It's a holiday. <laughs> they knew that you wanted to have some uh, some Easter dinner, so that's yeah. awesome. Good for you. That's terrific. Video games for either of you guys, or do you sway away from that? Uh, I play once in a while, but I am horrible. Oh, right. Am, you actually admit it. I am not I am not good at video games. I, I play often, but uh, I kind of tone it back, especially during the season. So I, I actually haven't played that much since I've been here. I've just been focused on, on just the hockey aspect and hanging out with the guys down at the apartments, really. What do you enjoy the most about, you know, you guys are all together, so being able to do activities and whatnot and be able to hang out even when you're not at the rink? 
Yeah, I think uh, I think we have a great setup here with uh, with all the living situation. How we're all in that same apartment complex, and we're all on that first floor, just hanging out. And it's great to have everyone kind of close together, and pretty much an open door policy there. I've all of a sudden people just walk into the apartments, tearing. I told him what time we were leaving. Just walks into my room, no knock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, sometimes, uh, sometimes you gotta lock your door, I guess, uh, <laughs> if you don't want people coming in. But uh, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, it's kind of you got uh, feel feels like you're living at home. You got all your brothers kind of wandering around, coming to say hi, seeing what's going on. So you're never never a dull moment at the apartments, that's for sure. Who are you guys with now? Uh, I'm with Courtnell uh, and Kuzmeski. Okay. I am, of course, with Tom Lack. Yes. Lieutenant Tom Lack, the exact. Yes. <laughs> and that's it? Yeah, that's all you need to know. Once you hear Tom Lack's name, you should know the whole story. <laughs> yep, well, you got the two Air Force guys together, so yeah. there you have it. I wonder how that one came. I wonder how they came up with that one. I, I have to believe it's probably the neatest apartment out of the whole group. We'd prove you wrong. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I try to keep it neat. Uh, I probably clean. Every week, uh, whenever we have an off day, I spend my days clean, and that's how I keep busy on an off day. Probably set aside two hours where that's where I do full cleaning, do the laundry and everything. Very nice. How's your apartment look? Some days it's really good, and some days it's uh, it's not bad. So we uh, <laughs> we, uh, we we try and, we try and do the best we can, and uh, some some days are are long are long days, and we don't get around to cleaning it up at the end of the day. But other than that, it's it's in it's in pretty good shape. Very good. All right, that does it for the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour. So big thanks to both of you guys, Shane and Taryn, for coming out and spending some of your Tuesday night with us, and Isaac, you as well. It's good to have you doing the power hour with me now another great uh, element to our broadcast this year i appreciate you having me good job boys yeah thank, thank you, you. thanks Get for having done. us this week wednesday 7 10 against the indy fuel at home then friday eight o'clock in fort wayne and then saturday at home 7 10 against fort wayne and it's good to be back it feels <laughs> awesome so don't forget every tuesday at the 19th hole now until the season finale on june 8th from six to seven we'll be here live for the wheeling nailers power hour now everybody here at the 19th hole gets to have penguins and bruins as they're getting underway in just a couple of minutes this is the nailers broadcast network presented by main street bank <laughs>